Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lunch Break with Kyle. I'm Kyle. I have Jessica and her husband Han here. Jessica? Hello. <laughs> How's it going? I'm Han. <laughs> Short for Mahan Rai. Yes. Yep, yep. Those of you who don't know, that is a name from the Book of Mormon. There's another scripture. Uh-huh. Very Utah name. <laughs> yes, it, it very, very much is. Yeah. I remember growing up in Reno thinking, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool to name my kids Book of Mormon character names. And then I went to EFY and thought, never mind. Yeah. Everyone has those names already. <laughs> and it doesn't help that he's from Nephi, who's also from the Book of Mormon. Yes. Uh, it's fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, for those of you who don't know, Jessica did the infertility journey episode with me. That was back in May. Yes. So we're going to start with a recap slash up to date, um, and then we'll just go from there. Okay, so in May, we had decided to do IVF, and we had started the injections. Um, Since then, we had our transfer in July. Mm Mm-hmm beginning of July, and that was, not transfer, sorry, egg retrieval in July, and that was not as painful as everyone said it would be. I just really like a nap. She's a tough cookie. The meds were amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And from there, we got 50 follicles, which means they retrieved 50 of them, and then each day there's um, drop-off. And so after the five days of drop-off, we had 14 (laughs) embryos um, that would be viable. They were mature, and they were frozen. Then in August, we had our first transfer, and that was successful. We got a positive pregnancy test, and we got to seven weeks. And then, um, the um, let's see, and then I started bleeding and cramping, which is a huge sign of miscarriage. It scared me. We went to the doctors, and the heartbeat was very low, but baby was still implanted. Um, the week before, we did get the heartbeat. Oh, yeah. That, that was great. Sorry. Six-week was... ultrasound. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. My doctor, amazing. She let me come in a week early, and we did the ultrasound, heard the heartbeat, strong at mm-hmm. 92. Yeah. And then the next week, we had our follow-up appointment, seven-week, and the heartbeat was at 132, 130-something. Mm-hmm. And so that we were very excited for that. And then three days later, that's when I started bleeding and cramping. So almost eight weeks at seven weeks, six days, um, we miscarried, which was very hard. <laughs> Especially after hearing the heartbeat. It was, yeah. it was just hard. I do remember you texting me at like three in the morning. I like just lay down in bed. Mm-hmm. And Holly's like, who's texting? I'm like, it's Jessica. <laughs> I just started crying. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was just because I, I, I feel, I feel the, I'm, I'm being sympathetic, right? I feel, I feel the pain that you, you know, you'd be going through. Um, I mean, I've never, I've never personally gone through that pain, and I'm, I'm not a woman. I would never feel that pain, or you know, we'll know what that's like. Um, but just, I feel the sadness through the text, which is hard to do sometimes. Yeah. It it was hard, and a lot of people, especially like Kyle and Holly, they've been so supportive, and I think that was really good and really sad at the same time, because mm-hmm. they were so happy for us in the beginning. We were so happy, and then everyone just kind of felt the sadness, and I hate to make people sad, but it was also nice to have that community, that um We support. weren't alone. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep, the support around us. That would be worse mm-hmm. if you were alone. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So that was in October, early October, we miscarried, and we'd been waiting forever to start the next transfer, mm-hmm. or the next cycle for a transfer, and we finally started. So um, we are on track to have our second embryo transfer in January. In January? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Long time away, but it's okay. <laughs> I can wait a little longer. <laughs> a little longer. We'll get there. So, and Han, while you're seeing Jessica through this, do you feel helpless? At times, yeah. Like, whenever I could help with the shots or injections, I got to help with the with those. And then any other time, it was just, okay, what can I do around the house? Like, it was the little right. test. So I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm just going to do these so she doesn't have to worry about them. While we were pregnant, I was so sick. Like, mm-hmm. I have never been that sick puking. It was it was so hard. But he came and he dumped every bucket. He held my hair. He brought oh, me crackers. Oh, you held crackers. your hair. Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the movies. He held my hair while I puked. Yeah. But he's he's been a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so January... Yes, hopefully the first week of January will be our next transfer, which means we'd have a September uh, baby, which our birthdays are both in September. Uh, Your birthday's in September. Oh, yeah. We saw the same birthday. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh. The same birthday? Yeah. 24th. Yes. There we oh, go. That's right. <laughs> I forgot right. about that. Connections. But, yep, it would be September 23rd. Wow. I already calculated it out. <laughs> nice. But that's the other hard thing is getting my hopes up and then yes. hopefully not getting too dashed. Right. <laughs> I do know, and this is this might be kind of a hard question. Um, when you told me that you had a positive pregnancy test, I was concerned that you told me it was too early. <laughs> That's what a lot of people said. Because usually the rule of thumb is wait till 12 weeks. Yep. Everyone is like, why did you wait till 12 weeks? And I mean, that, I didn't tell you that, did no, I? No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but some people in the comments, like on Instagram uh-huh. um, or in passing, they're like, are you 12 weeks? And I was like, no, six or seven. I think it was six when I told you. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it was more, I just wanted to be happy. And yeah. I wanted others to know too. And even right. if it, we didn't, we hoped it would not end in a loss. It was a small um, victory, yeah. Yeah, but it was, we were pregnant. And we're staying pregnant for mm-hmm. a little longer than the right. others. Yeah. So Is that the farthest you've been? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. yep. The other times we miscarried at five and a half weeks and six weeks. Yep. Yeah, so I could see why you were so excited. Yeah, I mean, heck, we were all so excited. And we had you. two ultrasounds, because the other times we did not mm-hmm. have ultrasounds. We oh. didn't have any picture. Ultrasounds or... are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. The heartbeat was so fun to hear. Yeah. We still have the videos, and hold them dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how was, uh, how has religion helped to do this? Uh, <clears throat> so, as far as the week-to-week, it's nice to know that we always have people in our corner. And during that time, we had people that would come over and give us dinners or just offer little acts of kindness Kindness that really made the difference. And mm-hmm. it's been great to have them. Like, it's great to fall back on knowing that we have four angel babies up there that are waiting for us. And right. 
Maybe we'll see him one day. Right. And a mm-hmm. huge army here. Like he was saying, the dinners are brought over. Mm-hmm. The cards. Someone brought me a blanket. Flowers. Like, it was... It was amazing to see people come together for us. And... I'm not used to being on the receiving end of service, so having gifts brought to me, it was hard to accept, but then at the same time, my heart was so full because of their selfish, selflessness. Even if they're being selfish doing it, it's still no, gifts. No, no. Yes. <laughs> still helped out. Yeah. you selfish people. <laughs> yes. Um, but also with the, the gospel side of things, knowing that mm-hmm. Christ felt my pains and the sadness, the sorrow, the um, repeated just grief of telling people over and over and over. Right. Maybe not telling yeah. people over, but telling so many people because yeah. so many people knew. And yeah, that was probably the hardest part was reliving that, saying it over and over, um, but knowing that Christ, that there's a God out there who knows exactly what I went through. Mm-hmm. Immensely helpful. No. Still is. <laughs> right. So let's say that was taken away. <laughs> <laughs> Just if you weren't religious, if you didn't have the community behind you, would you be so persistent? I would probably. I know it's kind of really hypothetical and mm-hmm. hard to imagine since it's been such and kind of part of your life such a long time. Right. You know? Well, I was telling Han the other day when we were driving home that. If we didn't have that knowledge that there's a heaven, then I would probably be very angry, very broken, very sad and hopeless because I wouldn't know that that, that my babies are on the other side. Mm -hmm. I would just think, oh, they're gone and I have no reason to live. (laughs) I have no reason to keep going, no reason to keep trying. Um, But because of our belief in internal families, that's completely different. I know I'd be angry, though, if we didn't have that belief in God, or Mm. as strong of a belief as I have. The term where people say, how could God let this happen, always comes to mind when... Right. Especially when you ask that, like, would I be in that category as far as if I didn't have religion, or if I had... If I didn't have the testimony I have today, would I be in that category of... there There is no God, because why would he let this happen? Right. But... It's great knowing what I know today. Yes. (laughs) It's hard to imagine anything else. Mm -hmm. But I I do see on social media all the families that go through infertility without that knowledge. Or they say, like, God is good, but why does he do this? Mm -hmm. And I think it's normal to ask why. I think if I didn't ask why, I'd go crazy. (laughs) I mean, I can accept it, but... I'm still human. I'm still going to wonder and asking why is completely normal in any struggle. But for us, infertility, asking why and then accepting either the lack of response or the just keep waiting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know for me who uh, deals with grief, sometimes I, I find more comfort or... Likewise, comfort with someone who's out, who's also gone through grief or similar grief. For you guys, do you have certain couples, friends who have similar grief and trauma that you kind of bond more with, or is it just regular f- friends and family? 
Uh, for me, uh, our neighbor, they went through a lot of infertility and they had several miscarriages before their kids and they're a little bit further along in years and they have had... They're old and got it? Uh-huh. <laughs> They've had kids. three kids since then and uh, it was always great to talk to him and just know that other people have been through it, especially him. Like, they had those long nights where they just didn't know what to do. And seeing where they are now, it really helps as far as knowing it'll all be okay one day. Right. But. I think for me, so many of my friends have come forward or message me or call me or stop me in the hall at work or church and say, I have been there. I've experienced this. We lost our baby at two months or um, even friends who've had babies pass from SIDS. Mm, like, yeah. We click really, <laughs> really, what's the word? Strongly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, our bond is a lot closer because we've experienced child loss in some way. Um, a lot of families established families who have kids they're like we had a miscarriage we had two we had ten like there's so many more people than you think Mm -hmm. that are going through it and i think that's one of the blessings of sharing our story is others don't feel alone right and then by sharing and them saying oh we feel you we also don't feel alone (laughs) and even now that she said that that reminds me like a lot of my friends from high school even that i haven't talked to for seven plus years right like they come out of the woodworks as far as hey we, we, we understand what you're going through right there. Like, we, we did the same exact things, and they're in the same spot, so. Yeah. Again. Friends from college ask, yeah. what are you doing? And we can refer them to our fertility center. We can give them, like, I send all these articles, all the things that I know, um, just in hopes to help them. Yeah. Well, that's what's so great about you guys being so vulnerable about this is that you are also expanding your community outreach for yourselves and for others. Yeah. And that, that's probably the best thing you can do with grief and trauma. Yeah. Otherwise, you're, you are isolating yourself and maybe others that may might need that kind of help as well. So, I had a question before I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me backtrack and think about it again. Um, it was good. It was real mm-hmm. good. Oh, mm-hmm. I now I remember now. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure we've all seen Frozen 2. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Here we go. You know Anna's song, Do the Next Right Thing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, when you have those hard days or hard times, what is the first thing you do the next morning or that night or whatever that gets, that you know you don't want to do but you need to do it to get you on the right track? I'll let you take this one first. Um, first of all, it's Anna, not Anna. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I knew that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> as cliche as it is, I think it is just like Anna did. Get up, take the next step. It might be a step to the fridge to eat all of the cake that someone brought me. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> they brought me a whole pan and Han didn't even see it. Um, or it might be a step outside to take my dogs for a walk. Oh, yeah. Um, just getting fresh air for me is huge um, to clear my thoughts, to kind of restart everything. Um, 
from the, my morning to the night. I know for me, especially when we were going through the pregnancy and then after, for me it was planning. Whether that be, well, when I say planning, I was planning mainly foods because I like food. I'm a big guy, and I'm a big guy like food. And <laughs> he turned into a meal planner. Like, I would be. It would be Monday, and I'm already like, okay, so Saturday, what are we gonna be eating that afternoon? Like, what are, what what do we do? Like, okay, what do I need to get? But for me, it was just planning that out, and then planning our days out after that, because you can only think of food so much before you get bored. But just being prepared with what you're gonna do, so you don't really have to think like. Uh, are we gonna do this? Are we gonna go out? Like uh, you just do it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is hard sometimes, but so what's funny about that is that that to me tells me that you, that's something that you can control, mm-hmm. right? You can control the situation, so you're like, okay, what can I control? So it comes just like, well, you can control what you eat. Exactly, <laughs> that so, is exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and that well, that's mm-hmm. an easy thing to do too. Plan out your meals. You can find a little bit of control there, and really just kind of makes you happier. So I get that. Mm-hmm. And then your emotional connection with uh, either food or, or dogs <laughs> is great. Literally. Fresh air. Oh, my goodness. It's so funny how stark it is. I feel like sometimes between you know men and women, women found that emotional connection, men found a logical, logical connection. <laughs> well. Yes, I just needed puppy cuddles. And thank mm-hmm. goodness my dog, our dog had had puppies in September. Right when, like, right when we found out we were pregnant, the next week she had puppies. And oh, so that's I right. had so many cuddles. Yeah. So many cuddles. So much therapy and four little puppies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely am an emotional connector. <laughs> I am a yellow-blue personality. And so I love the fun, but I also thrive on connection. So my dogs, walking with my mom and my... Um, cousin in the mornings that was always needed as soon as I could walk and not feel pain (laughs) I was walking every morning and Mm -hmm. (sighs) it was needed yeah and I know for me this is kind of a a bad habit as far as uh I'm an emotional eater but I'm also an emotional spender (laughs) and after the miscarriage, I know I did, I did a little too much there. Like, if it, do you know what Warhammer is? Do you, do you, yes, I okay. believe so. We won't open that can of worms all the way, but like, a- after the miscarriage, yeah, like, I, I kind of lost myself for a minute. No, you're okay. good. You're good. That's not. His but, um his hobby before the miscarriage, he started doing Warhammer, and then when we had the miscarriage, it was like he just. Is it like D&D? So it's... Oh, man. There's going to be so many people out there now that's going to like kill me for how I explain it <laughs> if I don't do it correct. It's, it's going to be great. It's D&D okay. mixed with risk and a little bit of chess as far as like you got to think of what you're going to be doing like 10 moves ahead. Okay. But it, it's it's great. Like, But he paints them. He, mm-hmm. he, he customizes them and that was... Like, a big thing for him was another control thing, right? He could yeah. control these little guys mm-hmm. and make them look exactly how he wanted them to. Yeah. Whereas our life was... It felt like it was falling apart. Yeah. And we had little control over anything except food. 
Right. Except we didn't know plastic goblins. <laughs> yeah. Why are there goblins in every fantasy? Exactly. And they're and just fun. They're like, everywhere. Goblins are orcs. Oh, Come yeah. on, people. Be orcs, original. Orcs, orcs, orcs. There's everywhere. I'm taking, I'm taking. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, really just trying to find that stability, find that control after everything that was... And it wasn't like thousands of dollars. We didn't go into debt, like bankruptcy for it. <laughs> well, but... that you know of. <laughs> no, I, I know. Uh, I'm we just won. kidding. Last <laughs> so quarter, love, huh? It's going to be a little rough. <laughs> but I think we both did what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was, I mean, maybe from an outside perspective, it was excessive. But for us, it was what we needed. Yeah. I'm sure it's not excessive. You still have your car and your house and your jobs. That's true. Yes. That's so. true. Yeah. And food. <laughs> yes, you can still pay for food. Yep. It's, yes. not, it's not like you're running Wendover and blowing all your money. Correct. <laughs> we'll do that when they lose control, which is funny because yeah. there's no control there either, but they think yeah. they have control. They feel uh, like they sense of control. control. Or have a risk. I don't know what it is. I don't get it. Risk <laughs> reward, yeah. So, yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Um, January? Yep. January. So with the transfer cycle, we don't have to do another egg retrieval again. A lot of people were like, oh, are you going to start all over and we can do round two? And it's like, it's not technically round two because we still have embryos. We have 13 embryos um, that are still frozen and we did not get them tested. A lot of people ask that as well. Um, you can get them tested for viability to find out the gender, to find out any abnormalities. Right. Um, yeah. Anything. You can find out everything about them. However, that was not in our budget. <laughs> Um, to test, to give you an example, I guess, um, to test all 13 of them, the ones we have left to check for viability and all that, it would be about $7,000 and that's needed up front. Yeah. I was hoping that there'd be payments cause we might have been able to do payments cause Mm -hmm. it feels easier. Right. Yeah. But, um, that was needed the day of testing all of it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. And insurance, our insurance is great. We are blessed with that. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't cover genetic testing. <laughs> so we... Um, are you guys doubly insured? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yep. Yep. So nice. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. when we found out they didn't cover genetic testing, I got really mad and frustrated. And then we're like, but, but it's they do covering help. so yeah. much. Right. So much. So we have been doubly blessed with that. Um, we don't have enough money for the genetic testing, so we are going to move forward with another transfer and just hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of going on faith that this embryo will be perfect and will stay implanted. Um, I didn't mention before, but our miscarriage was... Uh, what's the word? Started or... It started all because of a subchorionic hemorrhage. The hemorrhage part, I was bleeding. That was obvious. But the subchorionic part is where baby had implanted. It was right over a blood vessel. And as baby grew, it was pushing on the blood vessel and it ended up popping it. So if it had, if baby had grown any more, I could have bled a lot more and could have had a lot of other complications. So that's crazy. I know. Mm -hmm. So regardless, baby had to pass um, in order for me to live, which is, that's really hard to think about. Um, and there's nothing they can there's do. There's no to way of knowing that. that. Holy yeah. cow. Nope. And they can't prevent that. So no. yeah. implanting, like the, the transfer, they just 
okay, baby, go swim, 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 implant. And mm-hmm. it did. Um, but Wrong of course, spot. right. Mm-hmm. The perfect spot to have the hemorrhage. So hopefully this time, I don't know what we can, we can't do anything differently, but I'll be on the same regimen of shots and pills. Um, you're still going to the same place. Yep. yep. Utah Fertility Center. Right. Amen. They're, they're amazing. Shouts out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I re- highly recommend them. They, um, I don't remember if I talked about it in the first episode we did, but um, our miscarriage in 2020, did I talk about it, Kyle? Do you remember? I don't remember anything. Okay. Well, if it's a repetitive. I have early onset Alzheimer's for sure. <laughs> um, so in 2020, we had um, two miscarriages that year, but the one we had when we were with a different clinic um, afterward, I was crying. I was a mess. Um, it was right in the middle of COVID, so Han couldn't be with me. He was outside in the yeah. car waiting. Um, it was hard because I was like calling him or text. I don't remember if I was FaceTiming or anyway. It, it, he just wasn't there. So finding out there was no baby and my levels had gone down, I was a wreck, crying, and all they would tell me, the front office staff, was to put my mask on. And I was just wanting to leave. That's right. I do remember. I just wanted to leave. And so that was a very different experience from this miscarriage where all the nurses came and hugged me. Right. They basically just reassured me it was not my fault, which it felt like it was. Like, my body's not ready. I can't do this. Like, why can't I keep a baby? That was all going through my head. And they just showered me with love and reminded me it's not my fault. We'll try again. There was so much hope there and caring and love versus the other experiences where just kind of pushed off the wayside. Yeah. So anyone who's going through infertility loss, you, your feelings are valid. It's not your fault. Oh my gosh. I don't know how many times I have to tell myself that. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone going through it who feels like they're a failure, you're not. And that's hard to accept, but it's not your fault. Thanks, Jessica. <laughs> You're welcome, Kat. <laughs> um, switching gears a little bit. How, how did you guess me? No, I'll let Han tell the story. Uh, you have a better story for the first time. You might have told me, but I don't remember really. All right, all right. I'll, I'll start. Let's hear her point of view first. Okay. So the very <laughs> first time I remember seeing Mahanrai Joseph Smith Nielsen from me. Is that like your full name? It's <laughs> a full name, bro. Yep, it is his full name. We're not doing um, a junior. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> We met at Snow College. Mm. Um, it was right after our missions. Um, that's in um, Ephraim. Ephraim. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's where Cynthia's from. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yes. Cool. Connections. Okay. Um, so we met at Snow College. We had our first class, first day of college together. Um, English. I was sitting in the front row with my notebook. Of course and you were. I know, right? This story is so <laughs> iconic. So I'm, I'm like getting ready to write things down. Our professors already started talking. The door opens, and I, we all turn, and this tall, athletic-looking man tall, walks man. in. Tall. I like it. Okay, you were, I was sitting down. Um, <laughs> carrying a longboard, wearing a Hawaiian 
button-up shirt with <laughs> basketball shorts, what? and he had one of those armor Under Armour backpacks. So I was like, "Oh gosh, he's a jock." <laughs> oh my! Gosh. And I was so disappointed in him that, well, just in general, that someone would be late to the first class in college. I'm uh, pretty sure I was late. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, it's a normal thing. Yeah. You can be late to your first college class. As I've just been like school, okay. but anyway. But you just got done even like 12 years. Still, and, yeah. I'm a I know you rule are. follower. Yes, you so, are. Uh, <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. So I looked down upon that and I thought that it was not smart. And Anyway. See, and then the first time I recognized Jess was a couple weeks later in the same class. Uh, the professor's going through an essay that everyone had to go through. And she brings up an example of a certain student, and she's like, this student did a great job. Great job, Jessica. And I'm like, all right, I need to get next to her and have her correct all my stuff so I can pass this class. Here we go. <laughs> that was your thought process? That was my thought process. I'm like, I need to surround myself by <laughs> smart people. And she's... So with that essay, mm-hmm. we had to do pure editing. Yep. And all That's of a sudden, hilarious. I'm like turning to find somebody and whoop, yeah. <laughs> he's right there with his friend Weston and we're just like okay <laughs> and I probably marked up his paper so bad oh yeah it was, it was <laughs> filled with red ink it was a bloodbath and then it was a, a year uh-huh. <laughs> it was a year later almost no sorry was, the next was, semester mm-hmm. um, getting ready for summer we, got, we found out we got the same job with the wellness center and we were going to be peer educators. So we had our first meeting and he walked in and I was like, you're kidding. I got to work with this guy. <laughs> oh. I'm so judgmental inside. Um, but it all worked out. You changed. It's okay. Yeah. I did. I did change. I'm, I, he pulls me in late to church. It's fine. Yeah. It's fun stuff. But yeah. Then after we had worked together for like less than a month <laughs> mm-hmm. we became really good friends and that december we got married yeah and it's been five years in december years. oh nice <laughs> mm-hmm. five years so, huh yeah yep we're excited that's hilarious <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> i promise i'm not <laughs> judge- that judgmental now <laughs> no she married me that, that, there, there you go and we're still married. So. Uh-huh. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. Good stuff. So I have to convince you to go, to go on a date with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, you- so our first date, figuring out which day yeah. and what we did was our... Anyway, it was... <laughs> because we hung out a lot. And like, there was one time, I guess the first time that we actually... Was this also the phase of Snapchatting? No. No. Okay. I didn't. Well, it might have been, but I didn't. I missed all that thing, so I I really didn't know. I didn't do it. Okay. Not a fan. Okay. Uh But we had a work retreat um, the week before school started, Mm -hmm. and that was kind of where we really became friends. Um, Uh She wouldn't let me touch your pillow. Oh my gosh. We're emptying the truck. Why would you touch your pillow? Well, (laughs) we're emptying out the truck, getting everything out. Oh, okay. And then I'm just grabbing bags, grabbing bags, and then there's a random pillow in there. I'm like, whose pillow is this? And then she comes through the crowd. That's my pillow. Don't touch it. I'm like, I did not sound like that. I just like my pillow, okay? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But it was on that work retreat that we became really good friends. And 
that group of friends, there was like what, eight of us, nine of us. Yeah. We just did everything together. Mm-hmm. We went to like all the free dinners that the school did. We went on temple trips. It was just a really close knit group. That's cool. Yeah. And it's nice. Yeah. It was after my birthday, I think that he kind of. On your birthday. On my birthday. Yeah. I knew I liked him. Oh. But. Right. Anyway, he had another girl. That's a long story for another day. Well. But, um. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we don't have to go yeah. into that. <laughs> he, okay, he didn't have another girl necessarily. He just liked someone else. And then he found out that night on my birthday that she liked him too. And he comes and tells me this and I'm visibly crushed. Oh, no. <laughs> Trying to hide it, but. And then I, then I found out I was, I was in a. I was stuck between a rock and a hard place. I'm like, oh no. What do I do? So he tells me, you're a really good friend. <laughs> and I'm just sitting in his car looking at him like, <laughs> I like you and you're telling me this. My heart was crushed. But <laughs> then I will, I will drop dates on this one. So that was September 5th. September 9th, he's like, hey, can I join you for the temple trip? I'm like, sure. So we go to the temple. And what happened that day? Uh, so... Wait, is this the same one we're thinking about? <laughs> I, never mind. I'll just so many temple trips. Yeah, you, you, you know. um, so this first temple trip, he... Um, later, 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 he told me that that was like the day he knew that he loved me. Mm-hmm. And I already knew that I liked him. And then September 14th, mm-hmm. we like waited the whole day, didn't see each other, but just praying and hoping and... Then we found out we were going to get married. Mm-hmm. So that was September 14th. We got married December 22nd. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So Three months later. Yeah, first, kind of typical d- Utah day, yeah. engagement. <laughs> but Good between the semester. Turn, go, go, go. But we beat That's his parents. We, yeah, yes. I got married too. It was in between semesters. <laughs> before the semester started. Yep. Yep. There's our story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great story. I love it. Mm-hmm. And you've ended up here now. Yep. Got old Clearfield. Yep. Seven cars. Seven cars. Moves. Only two dogs. Only two. <laughs> and they're both alive. Two dogs and they're both alive. <laughs> Seven cars, not so much. Right. Yeah. yeah. And nine moves. Nine moves. Yeah. Uh, and finally have a house. Yep. I will probably never, never be there. A house. Oh, no. no. Gosh. Oh, there will be time. Will be. I guess if I move to Ogden, perhaps, but I'm not moving to Ogden. Hey, there's a house to two north, houses down. to east of us. Uh-huh. Two, two doors down? Two doors down. I don't if it was three doors down. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'd have to be in our ward, see us every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much. How much is that house? Two doors down. 285. What? I yeah. know. That's it? It is a fixer-upper. Oh. It is a fixer-upper. Well, but, but half a million dollar yard. house now will be a fixer upper. That's very huge true. Yard. That's mm-hmm. well, we already sent a year contract on all of these. We got probably not a lease rent rental hey. agreement. Who <clears throat> follows contracts anymore? Uh, <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> Bloodthirsty. So I've luck with that, but <laughs> please be my neighbor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Look, mm. y- y- no one can see us, but we're all wearing Star Wars shirts, by the way. Yes. So yeah. mine is a is Chewbacca holding a longboard. Mine is a blue and pink, just Star Wars, like, like it just says Star Wars. Well, three D ish, I would say. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
But Jess is just my favorite. Mine has the... It's like a block... Nine blocks. The first... <clears throat> Not nine. Wow. Oh, I can't count. You got 12 on there. So it has all the major movies. So I'll just I'll just tell you real quick. Yeah, let's go through you it. You got Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Attack of the Clones, then Clone Wars. The cartoon. The cartoon, but they're... They're painted as if they were, like, Ahsoka's yeah. an actual person. Yeah. But after that, you have Revenge of the Sith, then Solo, Rebels, Rogue One, New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi, and then Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And we, we love this shirt. Like, we, we seriously have... It's what, great. Four copies of this shirt. We have four versions oh. of this shirt. Not versions, but we nice. have four of this yeah. shirt. Like two purple, one black, one, one green. Olive green. Yeah. And as soon as like one starts getting like green, warm, warm yeah. Yeah. then I just order another one. Because mm-hmm. Amazon's great like that. That is great. That's awesome. But you can tell we like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. What are your, yeah. your thoughts on the last three? Oh, gosh. This could be a podcast. <laughs> yeah, this, what, what time? Like, we have time. We have time. I don't want to talk about the last three. Like, just brief synopsis. Like, the last Jedi. Uh, oh no, we won't start with that one. Uh, the Force Awakens. It, it was good. Like you, you copied and pasted from New Hope, so you can't really get much wrong as far as that goes. The story. The s- yeah. Story. Like, yeah. It worked. It's before. familiar. Yeah. It, it worked yeah. one time. It worked that time, but. The Last Jedi, we actually saw, like, I'm a Star Wars nerd, people. Like, I'm starting to get into Warhammer, but I started off Star Wars when I was a kid. Uh, After we got married, we got married at nine. And then after we left the temple, we went straight up to the district Megaplex in Riverton. And while we and our groomsmen and bridesmaid, yeah, I said that right this time. (laughs) We were all still dressed. We went in. And we watched The Last Jedi, because it had just come out. In your get-up? In yep. the get-up, yep. <laughs> 11.45 showing. 11.45 showing. <laughs> and I was on cloud nine. Like, it was... oh my gosh. It, everything about it was amazing. It was awesome. Yeah. And then, like, three months later, after, you know, like, the honey, the literal honeymoon phase topped off, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch this again. And I watched it again, I'm like... Well, not that? great. No. <laughs> not great like, at all. Growing up with the, uh, like the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. And Luke Skywalker and oh. everything in there. Thrawn. You know Thrawn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thrawn. Uh huh. <laughs> like Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi was just disappointing. Uh, it just wasn't him. Oh, hey, speaking of birthday buddies, you know he's a birthday bud, right? Yeah, I do know. Mark Hamill? Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. Him and Shout Mark. out to Mark Hamill. Him and, we him, love you. Him and Scotty Pippen. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that one. Yeah. We got great jeans. Mm-hmm. We have the force and we can dunk a basketball. There we go. <laughs> but it's a birthday thing you wouldn't understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. You'll get there one day. Yeah. Maybe, okay. ne- maybe next year. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, The Last Jedi just didn't sit well with me. My biggest problem is that, okay, the first one, Force Awakens, was copy and pasted. It was fine. Yeah. They also didn't have, to, they didn't have to copy and paste. 
No. Could have something different. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. And I'm like, okay, but I was, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the last Jedi was like, okay, 180 turn, going the other, the other direction. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you should have done, done that in the first place. Yeah. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. And then the Rise of Skywalker, which is a pivot again, <laughs> went back to, like, oh. Force Awakens. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, no, we already deleted that one. We're going to do this new route. Yep. That's now back to it. And it just, it was the silliest. The hardest part for me was that everything looked really good. Oh, yeah. CGI, the artistic it's, effects, the makeup, the costumes, fantastic. Horrible storyline. Yeah. Acting was subpar, in my opinion. Yeah. Other than, like, Poe. I liked Poe. It was good. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, ugh. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like. See, and I've been spoiled. We were reading or listening to the Timothy Zahn, um, like, sequels um, right now. And I, I love those. Uh-huh. I can't remember what they're called. But <laughs> um, the, those books are amazing. They Like, that's what they should have done, in my opinion. I'm like, why didn't they do that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all good. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that. But I mean, it wasn't that crazy about J.J. Abrams picking up the first one, because he made the Star Trek movies, and I'm like, they're okay, a lot of lens flares, but uh huh, well for sure, but they were they were good, like yeah, Into Darkness, uh, I've watched that a couple times, I yeah. like that one, yeah, but it's a different style. It's like he started a fire, Ryan Johnson threw that fire into a like garbage can fire and that's what we were starting to get and smelling all that yeah and then jj like went through the ashes and we're like what can i do now yes not nothing nothing he couldn't do anything <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't great yeah but, but. Sh- shout out to timothy zahn for air of the empire dark force rising and the I'm last sure he'll listen. go read those <laughs> i know he, he's definitely listening to this <laughs> but if you want an actual good sequel like trilogy, go read those. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Is there an audio version? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, I, I do that's not read. Do. We so, don't have time either, and uh-huh. since we got a job at the same place, same times, so we we just listen on our way to work. That's and awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Worth it. Mhm. But yeah, what about the latest stuff, like the Disney Plus? Mando. Oh, Mandalorian, I think, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Grogu. Um, <laughs> yes, Baby Yoda. Grogu. Yoda, yes. He's great. He is Star Wars now. Mm-hmm. He is Star Wars now. I feel like the... Was, was it the second or third season they ended with? Uh, second. Second? Okay. Second. I feel like the um, couple episodes towards the end could have gone a little bit different direction, but still really good. I didn't mm-hmm. have any problems with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Boba Fett was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Except Goku. Okay. Oh, no. It just turned into <laughs> season 2.5. Yeah, the best part about the Boba Fett series was when Mandalorian was there. Yeah. Yep. So. Because otherwise it was Boba. Because what's cool about Boba is that he was mysterious. And now, yeah. now he's not mysterious anymore. I'm like, okay. Mm. It was yeah. fine. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Obi? Oh, Kenobi. loved <laughs> Kenobi. That was perfect. Yep. In my opinion. The way that oh, Qui-Gon just had the little cameo. Oh. <laughs> I, I literally I yelled more. at my TV. And, and <sighs> it was that night. I think I woke up a kid. I was like, yeah! Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted more from Liam Neeson. But maybe. Yeah. 
Hopefully, yeah. season two. Will Sometime be soon. We'll, we'll see. Are they going to do a season two? It's green lighted. Well, I, I was so hoping they heard. wouldn't do one. I know. Uh-huh. It was just fine the way they like, left it. Yeah. But then Andor. You... I've been watching Andor, so I haven't watched the final episode. Oh, man. My only problem with it is that it is slow. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a slow burn. Yeah. But. Cinematically, it oh, is man. fantastic. Cinematically, yeah. Acting is like. I let, uh, let's see. Like, if you love personal development in shows, this is mm-hmm. the show. Oh, yeah. Personal struggles and development, bam. 100%. Heck, when they have to... He's in the prison one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just have two more. It's just the last two okay. she has seen, so. <laughs> We'll they, spoil they, you people, but... When they come out <laughs> of the prison, one. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll spoil it for you. <laughs> yeah, but that whole sequence, and everyone is just, like, going berserk almost. That's yeah. insane. It's very, crazy. Very oh, yeah. well done. Yeah. I actually binged, like, from episode three to whatever it was. And I loved it a lot more because mm-hmm. I just could see it back to back to back rather than waiting the weeks. Yeah. So if you're going to watch it, if you're nervous about watching it, just binge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be a good one to binge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I understand that. Yeah. And, like, oh, I can't spoil the ending for you. No. I mean, like, yeah, it can't for me. Or either. for you. That's yeah. right. I haven't seen it yet. I will say this, though. The character developments is phenomenal like yeah have you seen wakanda forever no okay i have children man i can't go to the movie theater that's true that's true <laughs> we'll watch them for you yeah oh will you <laughs> i actually would love that uh-huh. yeah. we'll, we'll watch them I on a baby they are jumpers don't lay down oh. on the ground they will jump on you <laughs> no dip. without you doing awesome. anything well our dogs will jump on them so mm-hmm. yeah, i'm just a marshmallow i'll be fine <laughs> but just the level of they brought Andor compared to other movies and stuff like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that now yeah. it's like they don't take the time to put that in it's more well, fighty fighty right I mean a movie and show obviously it's hard to do character development but a lot of Marvel movies don't really do a lot of character development at all no it's really just smash smash grab grab yep which mm-hmm. in Wakanda I won't, I won't go into Wakanda because <laughs> you haven't seen Wakanda I've also never been there. I've heard it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's great. Uh, She-Hulk? I haven't... Good. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Just don't. <laughs> Jessica had asked me, and I'm like, um, it looked really lame. <laughs> I got through maybe the first ten minutes of the first episode, and no. I've heard from different women who have watched it that their biggest problem is that her everyday look is just like a normal, average-looking person. But then the She-Hulk version is like this almost like glamorous, perfect, like animation person. Comic book accurate. But... Comic book accurate. And they're just like, what happened to the normal girl? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I've heard it's also just lame. So. Oh, man. I. <laughs> when the main villain is an influencer. What? Dot, dot, dot. I just. An influencer? Yeah. It's, uh, it's so bad. Like Ashley I... S. <laughs> from, worse. From Orange County. It's so much worse. <laughs> Like with her Stanley, <clears throat> I watched it with my friends, so I did not watch it on my account. I can proudly say that that okay. I haven't watched it on my account. I have not given. Tom is going money. on record. He did not watch it on his own account. <laughs> yes, but the last episode, I have never watched anything and gotten angry by it. Oh, <laughs> actually, there's one. That's a completely different thing. But this was bad. 
like midway through I'm like okay like what's going on and then certain things happen I'm just like can I turn it off like I know it's not my TV <laughs> I know it's not like mm, it's so bad yeah I've never I'm scared I've, I've only one time not been able to finish a movie or a show for the most part mm-hmm. well shows are a little bit different but a movie yeah. if I start a movie I usually finish it yeah it's Fast, Fast and Furious 9 <laughs> It got so, when they were racing, driving their, you know, Dodge Chargers and Ford Mustangs in the jungle, and I'm like, there are roads that big, (laughs) and they're dodging bullets, and I was like, what happened to Fast and Furious 2, when they just raced cars and Uh stole drugs, or car parts. (laughs) I I, I couldn't finish it. No. It got too ridiculous. And that's why I couldn't even start She-Hulk. I'm like, I'm just not, I'm going to watch this. They just need to let stuff end. Yeah. That's why I like Kenobi. I'm like, just, just do one. It was great. Exactly what we needed. Just gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I'm happy about. The newer, the only good positive, positive outline I can pull from the new movies mm-hmm. is that they're gonna make more. Yeah. I do like they're gonna make more. They hit rock bottom, and it's like okay. I didn't necessarily like how you just you know done forever, you know, yeah. so to speak. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we we've, we've derailed enough. <laughs> Sorry. This was all no, I'm interested <laughs> to see like the title of this one. I we like, will figure we it out together. Everywhere. <laughs> Babies, movie, Star Wars, <laughs> etc. Uh-huh, yeah. etc. Everything. Everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Jessica Han, thanks for hopping on. Thanks for having Thank us. Uh-huh. And um, thanks for everyone else for listening. If you made it this far, or just the infertility stuff, that's the good stuff anyway. So, okay, thanks for listening and enjoy your lunch.